watching now. Hello, hello, Hi. hello, world. Hello, it to is you, us, Madam. the playing devil avocado people. Yeah. And my name is Claire Isaac. I am Lisa Sinclair. And this is episode six, episode Lisa. Six already. Of season two. Isn't it, though? Yeah. And today on the podcast, yes. we're going to be talking about yes. why eating out is a minefield. Yes. We're going to be talking about the um, people reading their text messages mm. and how out loud. Out loud. Yeah. We're going to talk about the death positive movement. Oh, sounds good. We're Cheery. We're going to talk about communication bias, which means that you don't listen to people. Sorry. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, you know. And we're going to talk about words we hate. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> First up, yeah. should we do some words we hate? All right. This could be a new segment. Oh, yes. Words We well, Hate. Well, we've got a chapter on Words We Hate in our book, our forthcoming book. Our forthcoming, forthcoming coming book. book. Which is called... What's it called? How Not to Live Your Best Life. How Not to Live Your Best Life. And it will be out in July. Mm. Um, yes, they we do, but these, these ones aren't in it, although we could have put them in. We I could suppose. have easily put them in. I hate the word... <laughs> hate the word larrikin. Why? Because it's just... It basically just means he's a twat. C word, doesn't it? <laughs> he's a like, it just means he's a pisshead, yeah, shoey drinker. It's not. He's not cute, is it? It's not. It's just. No. It just seems to me a, a word to excuse male bad behaviour because you don't call women larrikins, do no, you? No. What would they be? The what would a female larrikin be? Slapper. Uh, well, that's what they. That's what people would suggest. Right. The same behaviour would get you yeah. labelled. It's as a, a uniquely bad Australian thing. word, larrikin. Yeah. No one else uses it. No. Does it come from the Australian? I'm not sure. To larrik. To larrik. <laughs> I don't know. So I hate the word larrikin. Yeah, and on I don't that like sa- in that same vein, yeah. the word mate pisses me off. When well. people use it to you. Yeah, I don't want to be called mate. No. Hello, mate. Is no. it, it's a very newspapery thing. Is isn't it? it? Macho. Yeah. Macho culture thing. I yeah. hate that too. Yeah. I hate that all that newspaper culture. I hate people calling stories yarn. Oh, it's a good yarn. I fucking hate that. It's I a good yarn. No, look, when you get your yarn ready, I'm like, what's yarn? I, I write you <laughs> a lovely piece. Are you going to do story. some knitting? I'll with write your... you a story, but I'm not going to write you a yarn. I hate it. Okay. It's a very, I think it's a very old school news. Um, paper newspaper newsroom yeah. sort of word Australian that, again yeah I don't like it yeah. alright stop using it people okay well you don't have to good yarn it's, <laughs> this is, here, here's a good yeah. yarn here's a good yarn what is it <laughs> eating out some minefield isn't it at the moment so I think this came about this conversation because we were just talking then off off, off camera line, off camera um about the fact that I'm doing a diet where I'm only eating 800 calories a day. Yeah. So at fast 800. And therefore it means I can't eat anything. And you were talking about some friends of yours who were then eating no carbs. And of yes. course, when you go out with people for dinner, yes. those things are taken into consideration. Yes, so it all becomes a bit of a minefield. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's where you go, what you can eat, what mm. you can, you know. And it's just all a bit... And then I haven't even thrown gluten-free into the mix no, or celiacs or no, vegans. No. I mean, you've, you're, a, what are you at the moment? 800 calories plus veggie. Yeah. Yeah. So you're annoying, aren't you? Oh, um, like, where would we work. go for dinner? I wouldn't even bother trying. Look, 
haven't, no. Well, no. I'm tending to eat all my calories in the evening, so I could probably no. go anywhere, to be honest, because yeah. I probably have, like, 600 calories to play with. Oh, but then you would eat a bowl of pasta, though. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. you're not no-carbing. No. No. I mean, no-carbing's not that hard to go out to eat with people, really. It's probably easiest of yeah. all, because you can just say, well, don't have potatoes. Yeah. What other things do people do? They, they go gluten, like, I'm gluten-free. Yeah. So well, vegan's the hardest one, I think. Vegan. Um, it's just people on health kicks, isn't it? In general, yeah, when I'm, I was young, I think it was Mindfield. <laughs> well, I, we were, I actually say that on purpose to be oh. hilarious. Mindfield. Yeah. I feel like it should be Mindfield. <laughs> yeah. I think Mindfield's a bit kind of ooh, warring yeah. and a bit nasty, like you yeah. can hurt yourself. But Mindfield, yeah, it is in all in your mind, yeah. isn't it? It's like a cross between Mindfield and Mindfuck, <laughs> isn't it? Which is, of course, both of the things that it yeah. is. It's a Mindfield and a Mindfuck. Yeah. Right. So that's our new one. I've actually yeah. written down like minefield. Ooh, Look, yeah. Eating out is a minefield. Oh. Do, do, do. You know what? what? I'm just going to skip ahead because of that yeah. and say we don't have a communication bias. Do we or not? No, well, we don't because we, we're listening to each other. Yeah. So, shall I tell you what that is? Yeah. Um, I have to just find it in my list. So carry on. Speaking, speak. Yes. Oh my God, I've lost it. Oh, I've no. lost my list. It's not very good communicating, oh, is it? No, it's because I've got it on my phone, honestly, people. So basically, there's an unconscious tendency to tune out people you feel close to because you think you already know what they're going to say. Right? So yep. your husband, your best friend, yep. friends that you work with, or mother. Your mother, <laughs> your brother. No. Not mentioning any names. No. <laughs> no. Um, basically, the closer you are to someone, the less likely you are to listen to them. It's called the closeness communication bias, and over time it can even end relationships. So you think you're so close that yeah. you don't listen to them at all. Because if it's someone that you don't know is talking to you, you, focus. you pay attention, yeah. you question in your head what they're saying, yeah. and then you have a response to it. Whereas usually with people you know, you already think you think that you know what they're going to say. Like um, they have this this woman here called Kalina, who this is in the New York Times, who was shocked when her identical twin moved to New York because she was like she they'd been inseparable. She had no idea that um, she was planning on doing it, and um, but they had all these preconceived notions about each other because mm. they were twins and they just assumed that they'd always be doing the same thing and they hadn't listened to each other at all. So when one of them was saying, I'm not happy, I don't want to do this anymore, the other one wasn't listening to it. No. Interesting, isn't it? I would say that to my husband three times a day. What, you're not listening to me? You, know, you, don't, you don't listen to me. Yeah. Um, and I think he probably does listen to me. But often he'll ask me questions... And I'll be like, well, we, we have, we've had this conversation. I told you this two yeah. days ago. I, and he goes, but I obviously didn't hear you. And yeah. like, hearing is one thing, listening is the other yes. thing. Yes, right? that's the difference, isn't, isn't it? it though? Mm. So this this doctor has, who's studied it says um, we don't do it as much because we assume that we know what they're going to say and that they know what we are saying, which is also interesting because mm. then we're both, you assume, I assume that you're listening to me and that not only are you listening to me, but that you are understanding what I'm saying and know, you know, it's just, mm. and then you assume that, yeah. And so is it, it a bit of a on. tuning out thing, is it? I don't know. What don't is? Know. What? What? <laughs> um, we could talk about communication, though, with this text message thing. Oh, yeah, go on. That's Shall fun. I? Yes. So we were in um, this lovely restaurant the other day and having a lovely lunch, and then it was sort of towards the end of the lunch, these two girls came and sat next to us and had coffee, and one of them was clearly having a bit of drums, drama with a boy. And she did that thing where she insisted on reading out the text messages. And you know how people's voices change? <laughs> yes. And they, and they get really intense, don't they? Because they're, this whole 
conversation has happened via text message that they're really either enraged about or upset about, engaged about, and they just have to tell you about it to get your response. I mean, I do this to people all the time. Like, can you believe this message? Have a look at this. Listen to this. But it's then that voice you use when you're reading it out. Like, and I told you again and again (laughs) that... I will not tolerate that behaviour and if you can't value me as a girlfriend, then, you know, I'll just leave and I'm the best thing that will ever happen to you and and this just went on for about 20 so minutes. Is that, so she is reading her own out? To, yes, to well, tell no, she's you. reading the whole chain right. out. So, how, so what is she doing with, her, with his voice? Um, well, his voice actually would have been... Blah 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 blah, and then she replies with her stuff. So right. I said, yeah. blah, right. blah, yeah, blah, yeah, 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 blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. It's really annoying, isn't yeah. it? I'm just thinking if I've yeah. ever, like if I've ever done it. Oh, you would have done it a hundred times for sure. Yeah, I think I do silly voices more do than you? anything. I'm just trying to think. What about that time recently where someone was um, giving me grief on Facebook Messenger? And I refused to answer the messages. Oh, yes. And then you wrote, you wrote the reply for me. Yeah. Um, and then I did actually send the, that reply that you wrote for me. Yeah. And then that calmed it all down. Mm, good, aren't I? You're good, aren't you? Yeah. You're quite good for some things. Some things. Because I was tempted just to leave it and ignore. But the problem is then you just keep getting yeah. those messages. Having said that, I was getting the messages in the pub and just showing them to people and people were just going, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you can't help yourself, can no. you? No. So you must be very careful what you put in writing. Always, yes. at all times. Yes. Because yes. otherwise it's a minefield. Isn't it? It's a minefield. <laughs> it's an absolute minefield. Yeah. All right, let's do Culture Club. Culture Club. Should we talk about Chia? Yes, I watched the first ep yesterday. And did you love it? Um, oh. I did love it, yeah. You didn't love it as I much didn't as love you. it as much as you possibly did. Oh, I think you just have to watch a lot of it. Okay, I've only watched you one You have ep. to keep watching because you have to get really invested in there. Yeah. Um, it's uh, for anyone who hasn't watched yes. it. It is this um, TV series. It's on Netflix. There's only six episodes. Oh, okay. And it is it's a the documentary series. series about a cheer um, leading squad from Navarro College, which is in Corsicana in Corsicana. <laughs> and the coach is called Monica Aldana. She's this amazing woman who um, has She's been, fierce, there, isn't she? been there for years yeah. and um, is like one of the best cheerleading coaches in the country. But by cheerleading, see, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was just going to be girls razzling, like d- oh, doing yeah. their pom-poms. No. But this is a very different It's full cheer. on, um, it's like gymnastics. Yes. Yeah, and, and the, the main circus, thing they try and do... Circus skills. The main thing they try and do is the, human, the pyramid yeah. stuff at the end and that's like the thing that everyone wants to yes. get to and work on and... They have people who, uh, whose job it is. So they have tumblers and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then the people whose job it is to hold people up and yeah, um, and it's a lot boys of and res- girls. A lot of responsibility. A lot of people get very injured. Oh, but that, see, that's course, what I found very distressing. Oh my god, it's was, so hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. Yeah. And the injuries, the, particularly the girls were getting the head injuries. Yeah. I just thought, oh my goodness, I don't know if this is good for them no, to be doing it's this. Not. But there's a, I mean, most of them are very, very good and have done yeah. it for years and have very kind of yeah you know there's only i guess it's just so basically regardless of the injury situation they they're all trying to get to this big um 
Daytona Florida Cheerleading Championships, yeah. which they've won every year apart from one or something for the last however long. And it's just about whether or not they're going to get there again this year and who's going to be in the and They've team. all got journeys, haven't they? Yeah, and the, then the as kids. you go through the series, you meet all the kids and you find out that a lot of them are from broken homes or, or the from... stories. ...have these terrible, sad stories. And the yeah. reason that they've managed to keep going in life is because of this cheerleading. It's really yeah. inspired them to keep going. And it's like it's an incredibly inspiring TV show, actually. Some of the people in it. There's a girl called Lexi who's amazing. There's um, Ladarius, who, oh, yes. who's just this gorgeous guy. Um, the the breakout star has been this guy called Jerry, who yeah. Ellen has picked up okay. and uses him now. She would. did reporting on the Oscars yeah. red carpet and stuff. And they're just this bunch of amazing kids and the amazing athletes. And it's just, you get on the edge of your seat. And my husband and I don't watch a lot of these kind of shows together, but he was hooked even more than I was. Right. He was obsessed with Morgan, which is one of the girls. I mean, she's very beautiful, but she's just been through such a horrendous journey to get there that he just found her so inspiring. And we were all just almost in tears watching her. It was really amazing. Yes. I loved every second of it. Very American. Like, you wouldn't have that cheerleading no, in that it's sense very anywhere American. else apart from America, would you? And all that kind of how much time they spend doing it. Yeah. Like, they're practising the whole time. Yeah. And the, the coach, you know, has been coaching for years. And basically, she sort of lives there. So she's there till 10 o'clock at night mm. and things. Like, it's just, it's amazing. And they've got, you know, co-coaches, like, assistant coaches who are sort of young people who've either been in their squad and then have just stepped into coaching or... You know, I mean, it's like a full-time business. Mm. It's amazing. They must make so much money for mm. schools and colleges. and yeah. yeah, it's good. I Like, I will keep watching it. It is. I found it astounding. Yes. All right. And our, and our good friend Mel. Hello, Mel. Yes. She loved it too. She did. All right. So there you go. Yeah. Shall we talk about... Uh, should we do a beauty spot? All right. Beauty, beauty spot. spot. Beauty oh, spot. Beauty spot. Is that what we were going to do? I, I thought remember. so. <laughs> beauty May spot. As well. Beauty spot. <laughs> <laughs> Right, beauty swat. Um, I wanted to talk about eye cream. Yeah. Because I use a lot of beauty products. Yeah. And I have my favourites yeah. and stuff. But eye cream has always been one of those things that's kind of um, bamboozled me. I have a really good, what I what is purported to be a really good dermatological one right now, which mm. I'm using, which is a vitamin C one. Because that brightens and all, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And I can kind of understand the science behind that. Um, but generally speaking, I find I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for in an eye cream, no. and I don't know what is the difference between like I know they say don't put normal moisturizer into your eyes, but why is that? Is they it say your skin's delicate, delicate but like and there's that, always that thing, isn't there, that you're meant to put it on with your little it. finger, yeah. but quite far below, actually on the eye socket, yeah. so that it sort of then infuses up. I don't have an eye, well, I have actually got an eye cream that I've just got out the cupboard to use. Shall I tell you what it is? Yes, please. I, haven't, I actually have, the only time I've used an eye cream is one time I did get, I went to somewhere and in the goodie bag was um, La Prairie, mm. little miniature eye cream. And I did use, and it wasn't, it was La Mer. Oh, yeah. Um, and I did use that and it was unbelievable. But what did it do? It just made everything less puffy. Right. and But I think that's 450 bucks. Yeah. And so this I've was got, the teeniest, um, tiniest little tester. I've got a couple of kind of caffeine-y ones. Yeah. And they make things less, less, less puffy. Yeah. And I think I've spoken before about one I've got that I keep in the fridge, which is also Dermalogica, which has got a metal roller. And oh, yes. Yeah. I, I can see the validity of those yes. things. But what about wrinkly things? Like, do they yes. actually do Don't wrinkles? Know. 
Don't know. I need someone to tell me. We need someone to tell us whether it actually works or mm. not. Um, whether it's just you need filler. The one I've got, which I will... I'll try, I'll try it and we'll mm. see, shall we? Yeah. Peter, it's Peter Thomas Roth. Oh, yeah. And it's an eye cream that uses thermal water sourced from a secret spring deep below Europe's Hungarian Carpathian Valley, where the <laughs> Earth's <gets> crust <laughs> is very thin and where water can absorb the most minerals as it rises to the surface. I mean, what? honestly... <laughs> that is the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard. But, but also, if it we're were, the biggest load of idiots, aren't we, for buying into it? Maybe it is that, though. So anyway, this one's got algae, botanicals, peptides, lipids, caffeine, blah, blah, blah... Reduce the look of fine eyes, wrinkles, crow's feet, darkness. So, shall well, I give I it a know, go? Yeah, we'll, right. we'll... So, peptides, caffeine, lipids, all those things that can, like, so fat, things that kind of plump up, um, um, and ca- caffeine brightens under there, and because it constricts the blood vessels. Right. Kind of understand that. That makes sense. Okay. And is it all about disguising fine lines, or is it about actually getting rid of them? Like, I can never it says, tell. Helping to reduce the look yeah. of fine lines. So it's misleading. misleading well, it's not misleading. It? It's just that they have to. All this stuff has to be within um, guidelines. Guidelines. Mm. TGA guidelines. Yeah. So you're actually very restricted by what you can yeah. and can't say. But then what I mean is, like, that's fine. But does that mean it, all it does is is um, stops them? Well, I would say it means that it puffs up the skin so that the fine lines look like they've disappeared, but they actually haven't. No. Yeah. Righty ho. All right. That's. That's Science. no insight whatsoever. Science. So come to us for all your yes. beauty needs. Yes. But maybe you have a beauty cream that you love. Yes. So I'd you like should to, tell us. Yes, on the come to the PDA. Yes, which is our which group. Which is our Facebook group. Yep. And you can tell us there yep. um, about your favourite eye cream. And, it, you yep. know, it would be great if it was cheap. Yeah. So that, you know, people could try it themselves. Yes. Um, amazing. And if you is that you, what? if you want to, yeah. send us some. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We'll try it out. Not your leftovers though. No, no, I don't mean the PDA is not to. Oh. I mean companies who want oh, to. Oh companies want us to try yeah. their eye creams. Yeah, All we'll right. try it, especially yeah. if it's gonna work. Yeah. Um do you want to talk about the death positive movement? Well, you talk about it because I don't know what it is. Well, it's um this movement that's taken hold around the world, it's quite big at the moment, Yeah. Um, which aims to stamp out death denial by forcing people to think about dying while they're still alive. So is this people who are facing their no, imminent death? No, No, it's just trying to put, like, to make death not that scary thing. Yeah. So um, you think about it in a positive light, you plan for it, Yeah. Um, so that it's not something that, like, is a horrifying end, okay. you know, that it's something yeah. that you plan for. Um, there's this particular woman whose name escapes me now, but um, she's like this kind of big proponent. Oh, her name yes. is Caitlin Doughty. Um, so everyone's thinking about death all the time. Um, so you're scared. You're always preoccupied with the fact that you might die or whatever. But it's about not being scared of it and being aware through education um, how to to look at your life in a humorous way. And they're doing this thing now where they write you write your own obituary and that's supposed to help you with the end of mm. your life. So you write your own obituary saying he got through all these things, he did this, that and the other, you know, he was an amazing man. Um, yeah. And you feel really good about yourself. I and see. And you feel good about your life. Yeah. And therefore you're not so scared to die anymore. Yeah. Which I think is a lovely okay. thing. Okay. You're going to so, write your own obituary? Yes. What's the headline? Right now. <laughs> um, here lies Claire. Oh, no, you don't say that's your... That's your um, it's a gravestone. gravestone. <laughs> we'll have to think about what you'd put on your gravestone. Um, no, on my obituary it will say, um, she was a larrikin. A larrikin. <laughs> who a larrikin told... to the last. 
<laughs> she was a larrikin who loved a gin and tonic <laughs> and a good and yarn. A good yarn. <laughs> Boy, those wrinkles around her eyes were something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, because is it the Swedes are quite big on death cleaning? Oh. Yeah. What's death cleaning? So death cleaning is basically. I think we might have talked about it. It's basically where you. You don't have to be dying to do it, but where you, as you get older and you think about the people having to sort out your house after you die, oh, yeah. so it's sort of just get rid of, rid, rid of all the crap so mm. that the people after you don't have, they have to. have to go through and yeah. go, what is this plastic bag yeah. full of... Yeah, and it could also it. be um, that you give people gifts while you're alive, like say, I'd like oh, you to yeah. have this. I like that idea. Yeah. I always wanted my grand to give me her tea set. Oh. She never did. Oh. And where then, is it now? Well, I think my dad, when, when she died, my dad and my auntie went through her house and probably got rid of it. Yeah. And I was always really annoyed. I kept saying to her, give it to me now. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, no, I need to use it. She was Scottish. Oh, was she? Yeah. Didn't they had a Scottish grandma? What so was her name? Helen. Oh. Helen. Helen McClaws. Did not know that. Yeah. Things we learn about people. Yeah. So, um, See, my... that showed that I was listening. It did. So it I did. wasn't doing communication bias. You weren't. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Um... I think there's something to to the death positive thing and all of that stuff then because it makes you because in um eastern cultures death is so differently seen you know yes. like you know in buddhism and everything it's not it's not scary because it's no. just part of the whole process Cycle. And, yeah and it's different here we all get a bit freaked out by it don't we we do right okay should we talk about um do you want to do down with the kids or do you want to talk about your cool fridges Let's talk about cool fridges. Mm, and don't mean cool in the temperature sense, no. do you? Um, how cool is your fridge? This was in New Magazine. Fridge porn is the latest scrollable and competitive pleasure sweeping Instagram. Mm. Have you come across this? I have seen a lot of people's fridges. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Who are you following Those on health, Instagram? It's a lot of health people. It is. It's all the health people. So this is a big sort of... Um, Movement. And also food prepare people. Food prep people, yeah. yeah. So there's all these pictures of amazing... Fr- I mean, I actually love this stuff. Mm. And I get quite jealous looking at people's fridges. Yeah, so, I mean, usually the, it's not it's not like your fridge is full of shit food. It's all full of bounty, nature's bounty, isn't it? <laughs> Everything's um, green. And healthy eating. Yeah. Um, and there's a, an Australian girl who's massive in this genre. Mm. Her name is Amira Youssef. And she has an account called Dusk to Ill Dawn. Dusk to Ill Dawn. Um, and she's got 50,000 followers. And then she just puts up pictures of her beautiful fridge. And everything's organised. Um, she's from Sydney. She goes to the supermarket only twice a month. And after her fortnightly food shop, she decants produce into IKEA glass containers, organises yoghurts into one basket, fruit and mushrooms into another, herbs are arranged in a small vase of water... Um, and in there's, the fridge. In the fridge, mm. and it's it's sort of it's this visually appealing. Um, She's got a lot of time on her hands. That she woman, might have a lot she? of time on her hands, and people are saying, "Well, where's all those empty jars of pesto and you know yeah. condiments? Where do you hide them?" But they have done a list of how to make your fridge insta organised. Do you want to know? Yeah. Shall I run through it quickly? Yeah. Take everything out so you can thoroughly, thoroughly sort through the contents. Um, clean the shelves. Blah blah. Use a toothpick or cotton bud to remove any residue that might have collected mm. in the corners. Invest. I think we can safely say there'll be some reg- residue <laughs> in my fridge. Yes, <laughs> and mine also. <laughs> Invest in matching storage containers, preferably made from glass. Well, I like that idea. Yes. And actually, I'm looking into doing that. I'm looking into transforming my kitchen storage, everything oh. in there. 
Okay. I'm going to go to this company that I've seen online and oh. I'm going to buy it all. I'll come back to that. Mm. Arrange your fridge contents by colour, giving the healthiest food centre stage, remove and recycle packaging wherever possible, and then you hide unattractive items such as yoghurt pots and ready meals in baskets, and seagrass copes with the conditions best. So they've... I don't have room in my fridge for a basket to put everything in, or they do look really good. We should <laughs> we'll post some photos up on there. Yes. Put some, oh, yeah. yeah. But you can't live there's a, there's no. a, a half a watermelon yeah. on its the, side, the, which would just drip all over the thing would. below. Um, I don't think I've got room in my No, fr- I mean, these must be very big fridges. I um, also don't have enough time in my life for that kind of I nonsense. recently edited... Um, magazine about hacks Mm -hmm. and it really sent me into this sort of hack hack journey yeah so i ended up in the two dollar shop buying um plastic baskets and i've redone my pantry right and it's really exciting yeah so like all my breakfast stuff is in a basket so now you just pull out the basket and then you just put the basket back yeah and i've got everything in baskets and i have to say Life-changing. It's quite life-changing yeah. and exciting. But I get very excited about things like that. As you know, storage, um, organising. Yes. Yeah. I I kind of don't have the will to live if I start no. doing those things. I do have... It was very easy. Yeah, it's I've really not hard to do. containers in my yeah. cupboard. The containers are fine, but actually the, the basket system is amazing because instead of going rattling through, you just pull out the basket. Yeah. And then it's whatever you want yeah. is in that basket, yeah. your rice basket or your... Oh, yeah. I've got a spices bath oh, yes. um, container yes. which has got all yes. the spices in. I pull them out. Yeah. And we've got the toaster in a basket so the toaster can come oh. out. And, but that's about yeah. as far as we've gone. All right. But, so, yeah, yeah, I love that. Fridge porn. Hashtag love fridge it. porn. Love Show us your fridges if they're exciting. Show us your fridges. <laughs> that, like, put your backs out, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing yeah. is down with the kids. <laughs> kids. Sorry, everyone. All right. Um, we want to talk about being a th- uh, thirst trapped. Thirst trap. Mm. This was said in a meeting the other day. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I do. Well, I worked it out. Oh. I knew what thirsty was. Mm. If you're thirsty, it means... <laughs> well, it's confusing, isn't it? So Cause... a thirst trap is a photo you put online that you want people to like. Oh, that's not what I got. Yeah. That's not what I, I've been told. Oh, what were you told? I thought a thirst trap was like a picture of someone looking hot. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Yeah, but you want people to like it. Oh, you want people yeah. to like it. Yeah. Oh, so you put a picture of you. Or whoever, like, you know, so if there's, if there's a photo of, I don't know, John Bon Jovi with his shirt off looking yeah. hot. <laughs> I don't know why I picked him. <laughs> that's weird. People will go, oh, it's a thirst trap. Like, he's thirst trapping, whatever. Because like, he wants to get uh, your, okay. all your thirst yes. at him. Okay. Come at him. I thought thirsty, if you say someone's thirsty, I thought it meant they were, like, a bit horny or something. Yes. Is that what it There's is? Two, I think that means both things. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Thirsty. Oh, yes, look it up. While, we're, while you're looking at that, we'll talk about thruples and, th- and threesomes. Okay, thirsty. If you're thirsty, um, oh, it's a, synon- a synonym for horny. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, she's so thirsty. Hashtag horny. Hashtag desperate. Not yeah. A bit rude. It can also mean you're too eager to get something. Um, As in you're thirsty for scandal. Yeah. Or it's an adjective used in describing a person deliberately fishing for compliments. Mm. Okay, thirsty much. Right, so it's a bit like a needy attention. Yeah. 
So a thirst trap Seeking. is like to get that attention. Yeah, okay. All right. Very complex. It is, it, it people, is. People don't give yes. enough credit for having complex nice. And then the processes. other one... Oh, yeah, thruples and threesomes. Yes. Do you know what a thruple is? I do. What, and you know the difference between a thruple and yes. a threesome? Yes, I do. Please explain. Well, okay. Well, a threesome is like when you have sex with three with another person. So you have three people having in sex. a sexual relationship. Yeah. A thruple is a people living as a couple but with another person. So there's three of them in it, which is a thruple, not a couple. But in the, back in the day, that would be called a menage a trois. Yeah. Or it would be called a... Depending on... It, like, so um, you can live... In a household where there's three of you, as and it would be what would normally be considered a couple's household, where you have you know two you know have a man and a woman or, yeah. or two men or however you want it to be. But there's a third element to it, and they're just as much a part of the yeah. group as each other. So yeah. it's um, whereas more a, of a loving is just and a, and getting a, down a, a relationship dirty. as opposed to a sexual yes. conquest. Okay, is Thank that right? You. I think that is correct. Mm, I think that is right. Yeah, I don't know that that's a young people's thing. I think that's. I mean, I imagine that's all. All ages get up to that, but maybe thruple. Oh no, but just, just the word. I think right. Thruple. It's good name, isn't it? Thruple. Thruple. Yeah, it's great. Thruple. Rolls off the tongue, as they say. It does. Thruple. Um, I would not like to be in a thruple. No, I get too jealous. Oh, I just it would get my nerves. Oh, I can hardly live with one person. No, exactly. Too. <laughs> and imagine like, and now, like, there's, there's no good one, is there? Because another woman. If you lived with a man and another woman, she'd get on your nerves, wouldn't she? Because she'd be in your kitchen. <laughs> and if you lived with two and, men, oh god, imagine can you be imagine? on the seat. Oh. <laughs> imagine having two men to clean up after, look after. Gosh. Mm. And on that note, okay. So, who are we? We are playing Devil's Avocado. And what is our email address? Oh, I think it's we are playing Devil's Avocado at gmail.com. Correct. Yay! And PDAs is our Facebook group, so and you can find us. And sometimes we're on Instagram. And listen and rate and subscribe. Rate a review. And we'll see you very soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.